Hello, and welcome to the Alchemist Inkwell. This is your spiritual podcast for grounded people. <laughs> I'm Emily. <laughs> and I'm Crystal. And I was just playing with these little magnetic specs balls that I like unwound from a ball and made a perfect straight line. And then as I maneuvered to come and focus on the camera, they all just magnetized next to each other and everything I just did got undone. So I have a little <laughs> sad face. It's okay. I can move past it. And that's perfect because we're going to be talking about ego and other things on today's episode. (laughs) Yeah. So this episode is kind of a little bit of a combo platter of everything because when we hopped onto our call together where we chat before this, I was basically like, hey, Krista, what is the deal with everyone's egos this week? Like the amount of, it's not egotistical. And I don't want you to think that it's egotistical. It's just everyone has this very inflated ego thing coming up this week. And not everyone, but like it's coming up very proudly for people who have unhealed ego spaces, I guess is what I'm going to say. Um, and I think it's a, it's a way of us being challenged to look at those ego spaces. Um, but also just want to preface that for you guys. If you're seeing that in your circles or online, don't engage. Yeah. Don't engage. Don't engage. If your, your ego wants to come up, nope. If your ego wants to come up and correct, ask yourself why. Talk to yourself why this is important because chances are good. It's not actually something that's needed. It's something that your ego is now driving, which we're all being pushed to look at our egos. So just want to talk about that. Also, it's a bookend episode. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about the books we read this month. Um, also, we just have some fun story time. And then also our patrons voted on um, the, the episode topic of how to be psychic in casual conversation. Um, and we're going to talk about it casually in this conversation. Psychically, as psychics. <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Well, and it's funny too, because, oh. you know, we were casual conversation psychic in casual conversation all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Good at it and bad at it. And yeah. uh, you know, as you were bringing it up, you're like, the energy feels weird. And so I tuned into the energy too. And I asked for keywords when I'm trying to match astrology to energy. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I'm just like Mars, sun, ego. And I'm just like, Mars and sun aren't interacting, but then Mars is in the sun sign mm-hmm. coming into orb. So coming into the space, getting in the personal bubble of Venus, she's actually creeping up on him. Um, but then on the 22nd, Venus is actually going to stop and turn the other way. And Mars is going to hightail it out of there. So this is a situation where these two are getting close in Leo, Mm -hmm. the sign of some people will say ego. Some people will say pride. I like Demetra George's use of like someone who's unskillfully using the energy available to them might have some ego issues, but we can Mm -hmm. talk about how you can skillfully use this energy too, and make it actually like a conscious tool rather than something that's happening at you, make it happen for you. Yeah. I think that's a really good way of putting it too. Mm -hmm. Um, it's also interesting that we want to talk about like being psychic and casual conversation when this is happening. And also with Venus going into retrograde soon and like all these different things. I'm like, this is a pretty applicable time for that, to be totally Mm -hmm. honest especially because and we've prefaced this already like all of the weird unprecedented wonky energy that is coming our way that is just going to be different odd things like you know even already like the headlines are already reflecting that like we figured Mm -hmm. out a way to make energy from air like this week we're using quasars as telescopes and exactly it's just new 
astrophysics. Sorry, I'm very excited about that. <laughs> no, it's incredible. It's so cool. It's it's yeah. it's exactly. But it's like that sort of weird stuff is coming up. And also, this is all a sign of our planetary vibration rising, of us getting back more to the time where people can see and sense and hear and know and interact with things. So being psychic in casual conversation is going to become more and more prevalent. Well, period. <laughs> they can see and sense and hear and know and learn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what we're getting back into that I've noticed is mm -hmm. like, we're moving out from reaction to mm -hmm. what we experienced into the learning and moving into the next thing, which again is very, um, could be attributed to that, that sextile we were talking about with Saturn and Jupiter, which is only separate by like a degree at this point. Yeah. Um, so we're in that phase of humanity and society and mm -hmm. we're feeling very active in it. And so with this, this more personal situation of Venus and Mars, we might be like more inclined to I'm right. You're wrong. Listen to what I'm learning right now. I don't care what you're mm -hmm. learning right now kind of situations, or you can channel that fiery energy into manifestation, intuition, making things happen rather than trying to defend things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's important to note for sure mm -hmm. because the defense and also it's just like like I saw a comment on this random video and it was basically like everyone's I just got back from a business trip and everyone's flight was delayed or canceled except mine period and I was like that's the ego thing we're talking about like you don't need to include that except mine period smiley face that's yeah. not necessary for the comment but it's like that like last word energy that keeps coming up that I'm like mm -hmm. that's weird ego stuff like that makes no sense what is this going on like hmm Mm -hmm. just funky one, things one of the really best ways i've found to go from to, to understand the difference between ego and humility being able to mm -hmm. really appreciate something rather than shoving it in someone's face was mm -hmm. actually something i realized during storm chasing Ooh. because the tornado can take you out and mm -hmm. you sit there and you're chasing a tornado and you're facing it you're like a city block away from a tornado and you can be the person who's like I, I mean, I do have a selfie with a tornado. It's really cool. But you can be the person who's like, I'm chasing the tornado. Or you can be like, holy cow, look what nature can do. And you just sit there and marvel at it and be glad that you got to witness that. And then you yeah. share with other people what it was like to witness it so that until they have their experience, they can start learning that feeling. Hmm. Because that's, that's where it becomes really cool, right? You're trying to help someone understand the feeling of something that they want when they haven't quite figured out that feeling for themselves yet. So it's the mm -hmm. sharing of that. That's what we do with our books all the time in the Forgotten yeah. Storytellers. We're teaching a feeling so that you can have a proxy of it and then draw it in even more into your life experience. Mm -hmm. You know, speaking of that kind of thing, I feel like now's a good time for you to share about uh, your more magical witnessing of nature and its beings. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted, I went to go tell Krista the story and I was like, actually, I think I should tell it on the podcast. And I did okay, ask I this um, lovely being, I was like, can I share your story more publicly? And it was basically like little peacocking, like, I just want to be known, like kind of energy. So I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> basically, um, I, Weston and I discovered the name of one of our house fairies and I'm going to call him a house fairy or spirit of our house. I, he's definitely a fairy um, in some capacity. He's definitely very attached to our kitchen. And I think he's very attached to Weston in some way um I don't know how just yet but it doesn't feel like like when we move I don't think he's gonna stay behind it's like the feeling he's like we're going anyway so and he wasn't here always like it's definitely some buddy that joined us 
Anyway, we um, have always had a thing with like finding spices, losing spices. Our spices in our house are like our like additional add-ins, like nuts, right? To, like, that we need to add in for a recipe, those kinds of things. Like I've told you that story before about Weston, mm-hmm. like asking for the nuts back, but it's, it's worked with spices. It's been tons of stuff. So the other night, Weston was making um, turmeric lattes for us, which is something I've been drinking a lot to um, do anti-inflammatory stuff. So I've been drinking yeah. them almost every night. It also adds a really lovely boost of protein for me who is a vegetarian and also can't eat eggs so i'm looking for boosts of protein pretty much everywhere i can get them um so we've been drinking them quite a bit so the other night i was having horrific period cramps and i was very upset by it um so weston decided to make them before for kind of like the first time I, i was the one who's made them pretty much since then or before then and so he was making it in the kitchen and he was like well how much um ginger and how much cinnamon and I was like just a little bit of ginger and then I was like and a good amount of cinnamon but like don't go too heavy on it because if you go too heavy on it like it's going to overtake the flavor and he was like oh my god and I was like what and he had poured the cinnamon into his hand and he said that it literally it jumped out of the container and like into the pot and like all of the cinnamon in his hand had also jumped out of the like out of his hand and into the pot so like out of the container and out of his hand at the same time into the pot completely without his doing and it was so much like so 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 much cinnamon it covered the entire surface area of the pot of milk and I was like whoa and he was like hold on and he was like scooping it out scooping it out he's like you offended the cinnamon. I was like, I wasn't trying to offend the cinnamon. And I was like, obviously whoever lives in our kitchen, like really likes cinnamon. And Wes was like, oh, I think that's his name. And I was just like, and it was an immediate, like sort of feeling of like, yeah, that is his name. Like that's his name. And he just finally got acknowledged. And I totally just dissed on the cinnamon. I was like, I'm so sorry. I love cinnamon. I love it in this. It is great. It's nice to meet you. Like, thank you for being around. Um, and it was very much a very fluffy, happy feeling that you're just like, yes, I am here. This is me. Um, so that's who's in our kitchen. His name is Cinnamon. He's fairy. Um, he's adorable. Because um, every time I've said hi to him since then, it's been like, hello. Like, and he sits in our kitchen. He hangs out in there and cares about our cooking. So, yeah, he also um, likes things messy. So that's part of the reason we have two we've said this before we have two corners of our kitchen counter that are like very kind of like shoved away it's a our kitchen is designed just super weird like the rest of our house um and they always just accumulate stuff and we're like how does this corner keep accumulating things and we'll like clear it out and then all of a sudden water bottles back there and spoons are back there and all these different things like why is this happening um and it's because he likes messy things so he is doing it well it also sounds like metallic and and shiny things end up back there yep Malik yeah. shiny things, food stuffs. Um, he likes parts of machines, like parts of like our juice machine will end up back there, or our bread machine will end up back there, and like those sorts of things. It's like, okay, <laughs> we like machines. So anyway, that's that was really? my story this weekend, which was really cute. He's got a good um, energy to him, though. I really oh, like he's great. Him. I yeah. adore him. Um, I adore him. We're we're very obviously friends to fairies and boundaries and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um so he has a very lovely energy about him um, as well. He likes our kitchen. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just great. thought that was really funny that you have this story around the time that we were um, for Patreons. We recorded that extra video about like how to introduce yourself to guardians of locations and, or I guess houses. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're interested in that, that is available uh, by yeah. the time this video airs, it is available in the Patreon as well. You can get yeah. just our little tips. On. and he's different than the ones that um grew the tree up here in my office very different energy yeah yeah he's not that's not cinnamon he is very mm-hmm. focused on like 
half of the living room and the kitchen is like his happy place. I'm going to apologize to Cinnamon in advance because the next time I'm there, I know I'm going to make some stupid word pun about cumin uh-huh. or something stupid. So well, he will be- completely dose your drink with cinnamon then. <laughs> Noted. That's okay. I really love cinnamon. I put it in everything. So I do too. Fantastic. So. Oh, anyway, that. that's yeah so um to be casual in conversation about that uh the truth is is when whether you're talking to i'm gonna call them um i want to call them muggles but i don't want to call them muggles um normies that's what's used in um oh i don't like that one though either i don't like that either people use it as like an insult yeah i don't like that but there needs to be a word aren't used to the conversation and aren't used to the same level of you know yeah no, I don't want to say consciousness either. Gosh, we've ruined language for, for intuitive stuff. I All know. of those words have gotten tired. I know. I know. We need another one mm-hmm. um, where they've become bigoted. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Just, um, know, people who aren't interested as, as much in. Or just people who have not deconstructed their specific brand of either religious trauma or worldview. Hey, that? yeah, that people was a who are, really long people who movie. haven't done the same work. People who have not done the same work and maybe are not um, super comfortable with the work or have a very um, limited perception of what psychic or spiritual work is, um, mm-hmm. which there are many people out there that are still in that space. And then, um, yeah, they just don't know, or they're just like, oh, you can see the future, or, you know, they just don't understand that space. So, um, yeah. and to be fair, there's a lot in worlds like okay i'm very into the socratic kind of method right now um which we'll understand why in like a month um but what i'm another way to combat ego is to realize that just because we know a lot about this doesn't like you can ask me to fix a car i'm not going to be able to help you unless i can like snap my fingers and you know wiggle my nose and make it work um i can't fix a car as well as someone who knows a lot about cars and that person who knows Mm -hmm. a lot about cars is in the world of cars and that world of cars may not know a lot about intuition and may have a lot of mm. um, go-to phrases about intuition. Mm. The, the amount of times that my things that I'm more likely to get offended by are usually people speaking their programming mm-hmm. rather than people speaking their minds or their opinions. Mm-hmm. I agree and that's that. something to really keep in mind. Like I can have a conversation with someone and if they come out with the most cliched response, I'm just like, you, I don't. I know someone who will speak their programming and actually has entirely different opinions and lives mm-hmm. entirely differently, but in mm-hmm. a conversation will speak the programming as though that's their belief. Yeah, and you can imagine I, the conflict that they go through, right? Right. Just because they say it. So it's there in their belief system somewhere, but mm-hmm. also it's not in their present like lifestyle. Exactly. So, no, I, I completely agree with that. That comes up quite a bit, actually, people yeah. who do that. So what I would say to be psychic and casual conversation, um, a lot of words have actually become a lot more accessible in our common language as of late, which is super cool. And I speak from experience because this was not the case 10 years ago. This is the case now. So you being very psychic and casual conversation comes down to things being like, oh, wow, the energy of that feels really weird or "Mm, something about this is not feeling aligned to me, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, or yeah, you know you don't even have to say like my guides told me to do this thing because that could be really hard for people because they're like oh who are your guides are you talking to whatever and like I'm not trying to talk about like them being 
an asshole necessarily, but you just get that like kind of ignorant comment comes out because they don't know ignorance mm-hmm. in the sense of the word where it's, they just don't know. And sometimes um, you just are dealing with jerks. There are both out there. Yeah. There are bo- both for sure. Yeah. Um, but you can very easily say, be like, no, I, you know, I have a feeling that's not for me or I was, you know, guided elsewhere. It Those just doesn't sorts of things, right with me. It doesn't sit right with me. Um, those sorts of things are important. Or if you feel like someone needs to do something, your guides are like, hey, tell them this or whatever. That is still your choice. You are more than welcome to make that choice if you'd like to and be like, hey, you know, I think it would be a really good idea if you did X, Y, and Z thing. If you're getting a message from one of their loved ones and you feel so inclined to do that, always ask for permission. I am highly against that. I have told my guides hard no. I have told loved ones hard no. I keep my mediumship room firmly fucking mm-hmm. closed. Um, but if you want to be psychic and casual conversation and you feel the people are receptive and you want to share your pings, just do it in a way where you feel casual about it the best that you can. And that is like one of the biggest tips that I can offer as someone who has to be casual about psychic stuff kind of often. The other thing I will say is people do not all, not all people deserve the spiritual side of you. Mm-hmm. And that is true. Like there, just because you have these abilities, you are turning this on doesn't mean that every conversation you're entering into those people are deserving of these or these people are like open to these things are going to get anything good out of it it can actually become um a problem for you if you keep trying to share and trying to share and trying to share but you're not just learning about the people you're trying to share with it can actually undo some of the work you've done because it will you know if you keep getting negative reactions over and over and over again it's really hard to continue to stay into that flow so just be really discerning about kind of that space too Well, and it's also important to remember that just because you have a hit about it doesn't mean that they're ready for it. A lot of the time, you're the one thing that I learned early on, and I'm like Mm -hmm. in my teens doing phone readings, doing the the basic Tupperware parties, but it was me coming to people's houses with a potluck and doing a gallery reading is I cannot cheat someone out of their process just Mm -hmm. because I know how it might go smoother because they still need to learn it their way. And it's like, you don't want them to skip a grade that they needed just by giving them the answers. Yeah. So it's almost like don't help them cheat on a test. Mm -hmm. Don't make it harder for them and don't like pick on them as they're going through it. But also sometimes it's just not the right time. And we have to learn to sort of sit with watching people go through their process and supporting them in that rather than trying Mm -hmm. to fix it. Also, people straight up won't hear. If they're not ready to hear, they won't hear what you said. No, no. They literally will not, absolutely not hear it. Like the way I equate it is when I was in my super abusive relationship, the people who came to me and were like, he's abusive. This is bad. You need to get out of here. I didn't hear that. Nope. What I heard was you're attacking my relationship. You don't support me, blah, 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 which is not what they said. (laughs) that is what I heard so that's the same thing with psychic stuff though too if you're going to be psychic and casual conversation by all means do it but talk about your stuff not their stuff unless you feel they are ready to hear because Mm -hmm. they're not going to hear unless you're you know doing it that way and in that same uh because I can think of exactly the moment where this happened to me as well I heard Mm -hmm. give up on that person Uh be a failure like admit defeat, not all of a very martial individual here, um, but not. So some people might perceive that as not encouraging as mm-hmm. give up. You're not good enough. You're a failure, all those things. And you're actually not saying that at all. You're saying you deserve better, but that's not how they're going to hear it. The mind is a weird wonky thing when it is fixed on something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So 
it's going to come up a lot in the next couple months. This need to be casually psychic, casually mm-hmm. spiritual. Um, more people are going to be doing awakening stuff because there's a little bit of a, so before in 2020, people who are already kind of inclined or kind of excited about this finally had time to experience it and go through the things they needed to go through. So I think that was a huge wave of awakenings. About six, eight months ago, we also had kind of a secondary one, which is not necessarily a new group of people awakening. It felt like the people who really awoken in 2020 finally reprioritized themselves again and got to re-experience that kind of awakening space. Now we're entering into a space where honestly, the energy looks a little bit like people who are, you know, never really thought about spirituality or like didn't really want to care about it are kind of just like, well, fuck it. Everything else is going wonky. What is this? What is going on over here? Can it help me navigate this? Cause I don't know what I'm doing. And that wave of awakening is about to hit. And so the people who started in 2020 or even, you know, before then are going to be there to be casually psychic in conversation and normalize and ground the spiritual energy. So things that we'll see us talking about, I can guarantee over the next couple of months um is going to be like new age deconstruction stuff this is a new age belief we don't need because unfortunately a lot of the very heavily new age community is going to push and jump on this new awakening kind of bandwagon and that's not what we do here so it's going to be a very interesting sort of grounding sort of acknowledging sort of um understanding how people and the universe relate to one another experience so mm-hmm. the need to be casual casually psychic and also don't be don't forget to bug your guides about it if you're like if i need to bring up something about spirituality in this conversation please make it inevitable that something yeah. like this comes up works all the time worked for me last night mm-hmm. um so by all means do that too so you don't it doesn't have to just be on you yeah yeah remember you're you're part of a team here in the physical and with anything that's non or less physical that you're working mm-hmm. with Um, And that's another thing to keep in mind, you know, this whole deconstruction of the ego thing, the counter to ego, a lot of people will say is humility. And Mm. that's so hard and frustrating to to try Mm. to like figure out. I actually saw a TikTok the other day that was like confidence and humility. And I was just like, (laughs) those sound like two total opposite things. Confidence is I know I can do this. Mm. Ego is I'm going to shove it in your face that I can do this and probably better than you. Humility, Mm. again, we get back to something that feels rather Socratic. Socratic is, I know I can do this. I know you can do it. I know you can do that. I know I'm here for you if you need help for that. And if you're finding it really hard to watch someone go through something when you know what they should do, one thing that you can do that's going to maintain their boundaries, but also give them the option is I have ideas for that. If you're interested, let me know. I did this with someone the other day where I was like, I have a resource for this. I'm not going to bring it up again until you ask me for it because I don't want to be annoying or anything but I've done a lot of research with it. So let me know if I can help with that. The Mm -hmm. end, moving on to another topic. Good. I have a lot of experience in life where people are like, I don't want to hear you talk about that anymore. So I learned that like you give them the the invitation to invite you to talk about it when they're ready. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that just about covers the space we're entering into. Just be careful with your egos. If you feel like you want to snap back at something, pause. (laughs) <laughs> why mm-hmm. then construct a response because it's just especially this week it's just really ego heavy very yep. unhealed heavy unhealed yep. responses unhealed out loud that's what i'm gonna say it's unhealed uh, out loud this week yeah you might find mm-hmm. that things that you didn't know weren't quite healed yet make themselves mm-hmm. available and known so that yeah. over the next month between now and like the beginning of october really uh we can mm-hmm. focus on that because yeah. remember, someone you're you're observing is probably unhealed, but 
we are still here too. So we probably also are doing our own healing. Yeah. Yeah, very much. Cool. What'd you read this month? I read, okay, so I've been in my scholarly efforts. I've been learning a little bit of Greek. I've been um, working through Valens books two and four. Mm -hmm. And in my reading, I read um, Unmasking Autism because I got my diagnoses Mm -hmm. and I wanted to know more about that. And I felt called out. Um, Really, really great book. Not as long as you would think it is when you're looking at the Kindle or the audio book. And it's like, you have 24 hours left in this or whatever. Mm -hmm. Half the book is its citations, which I really appreciate because there are citations and in the ebook, they're linked. So you can go straight to them and it comes with a workbook. It's amazing. My husband is reading it right now. And then as far as fiction, I read Tarnished Are the Stars. There is nothing wrong with this book. Formulaically, it's good. The characters are fine. I just wasn't into it. Even though there are a lot of themes in it that normally I would have liked. It's a sci-fi, reminded me a lot of Cinder, but with a lot more representation across the board, uh, across the board there. Um, I think the representation of the ace individual could have done better you know they spent Mm. so much time on him being like princely and naive that we really didn't get into the whole experience of it and then the one couple in the book got tons of attention on it and Mm. as someone who was more relating to the prince kid i was just like well there goes that Mm -hmm. but the book overall is probably going to really appeal to people who have different interests especially if you're into sapphic romance um it doesn't get spicy but it is just this exploring of you know coming from different worlds it's grumpy grumpy is how i would put the uh the couple as well which is something that's definitely worth looking into um so yeah tarnished are the stars it's probably not going to end up on my bookshelf but it might want to end up on yours okay nice nice um i read mythos by stephen fry this month and i loved it i listened listened to the audiobook i cannot stressed enough you want to listen to the audiobook it sounds like homer is telling you these myths are on a campfire like genuinely it does um it it was really really good it was really well done stephen fry is just a badass um and he you can tell loves these deities and loves these stories it was a 24-hour audiobook so that's most of what i read this month that is so much and, and it's not so much citations no and it's not most it is barely citations it is literally just 24 hours of myths and it starts at the beginning of time and goes till the age of heroes basically you do not get the heroes myths no because they're in a whole the other book heroes. they're in a whole other book which yeah I will not be probably reading that one for a while. The heroes do not interesting interest me nearly as much, so I probably will not be leaning in on that one. He also has an entire Trojan War book as well, for all the myths around the Trojan War. So he basically redoes the Iliad. Um, but anyway, really cool. Uh, highly recommend it. Wonderful resource. My neurodivergent brain had a really hard time because there wasn't a storyline I was trying to work through. And I wasn't reading it on paper, so I wasn't excited to draw on the book, which I know mm-hmm. sounds silly, but like when I read it on paper, I annotate and I underline and blah, 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 and like whatever. Um, but I was listening to it. And so I did kind of have a hard time getting through the 24-hour bulk of it. Um, but I did it, and I'm really happy I did. I loved it. I mean, it was great. Yes. Um, now I'm reading, I'm not done with, but I'm about halfway through with A Marvelous Light. I have it by Freya Marski. Um, and it's super good so far so I it's I don't want to recommend it or anything yet because obviously I haven't finished it um 
but it's super good so far and I really like it and it is gay and it is magically it's um secret magicians in 1908 London nice good selling point yeah I forgot to mention I'm reading um the sun and the star the Percy Jackson side stories uh, Rick Riordan and someone else and for everybody who's like (laughs) <laughs> why can't you remember the other author's names i do a blog post and i actually link to uh, bookstore.org where it's you can find nice. your indie bo- bookstore and buy from them um so that post will be out later today uh the sun and the star will obviously be in the july post so yeah cool yeah um digging it though yeah i wanted to read more i mean obviously the greek myths is queer queer stories um and then uh, a Marvelous Light is a queer story and I'm going to continue reading um, queer stories throughout July. That is my commitment because I wanted to do that for Pride Month. But now, especially after the Supreme Court <laughs> no. stuff, I'm going to absolutely spam queer stories to do everything. So that's um, what we're doing over here. In case you didn't know, The Sun and the Star, yes, also queer. Um, I know. I'm very, it's so, I'm like two <laughs> chapters in and I'm already living in the world. So I'm very <laughs> happy with it. Rick Riordan's a master. Oh my gosh. Fabulous. Skilled and talented. It's good. Awesome. Well, that is just about our episode for this week. Um, We're not going to answer necessarily a question this week um, from our patrons because one, we don't have a lot of them and two, we just talked about like 17 different things um, on this episode. We're going to hold some space for that. I do want to say, and I'm just going to kind of put this out there, there is going to be some fun announcements from us in the coming like July, in July, yeah, there's going to be July. some fun announcements from us. Um, so because we love you all, we just wanted to put that out there so you guys can get prepped and excited. We're excited. <laughs> <laughs> really, really excited, actually. Um, yeah. So We're reworking our whole lives to make these things happen and we're pumped about them. It's mm-hmm. going to be good. Mm-hmm. It's lots of big, big change up in here, mm-hmm. um, but good, good, good big change. change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're really stoked on it. So just going to throw that in there. Of course, if you want um, more more access to us, you want to watch that bonus video um, that we just talked about, about how to greet and understand guardians of spaces. All of that is in the Patreon. You can go ahead and join us there. You can also vote on episode topics, all sorts of fun stuff. Um, and yeah, other than that, I think we're good to go. Happy mm-hmm. post full moon to all of you. We're recording this on the full moon. So we're in the throw of it. Hope it went great. yeah we hope you take all of this energy and you go make some magic magic. okay that should have been perfect (laughs) according to everybody last week i'm trying real hard i think we got it i know everyone's like it was perfect and honestly the delay you guys it's literally like three seconds from when i say it to when krista says it like when we're at so if that's perfect that is so counterintuitive Mm -hmm. so okay we do it because you love it and we love that you love it and it's fun for us too so (laughs) bye bye